Welcome to the Career Fluencer Podcast. This is Brian Pappas. I'm a voice actor currently based out of Dallas, Texas. Got into the digital marketing world and I, as much success as I've had there, I really missed acting and I worked my butt off. Um, but I finally was able to become a professional voice actor sheerly through hard work. I, I didn't know anything about theater. I didn't know anything about acting. I'd never done anything like that before. So I, I just wanted to give it a try. So I, I tried out for my first show, freshman year of high school, for a play called Little Women, and I got a part. And I, I was so unbelievably excited, despite the fact that I have crippling stage fright and really, really bad social anxiety. Um, but that was that was a big step for me because it, it kind of forced myself to stop being so self-conscious about, you know, just putting myself out there in, in front of others. And... I had one line in the entire show, and I crushed that one line. I, I remember it, it, the show ran two nights, and I, I crushed that one line both nights. And I, I, I just remember after my scene was done, I came back into the dressing room. There was like 50 pages left in the show, and I was just in the dressing room by myself, pumping my fist, jumping up and down, silently yelling because I was just so darn excited about going out there on stage and hitting every single word correctly. I mean, it really was a huge deal to me at that time. So that was that was kind of the catalyst for my love of acting. I, I, I was not popular at all, uh, certainly in middle school, and not at the beginning portions of high school, my freshman and sophomore year. Um, but I, I realized that as I got better at acting, as I kind of developed a sense of humor, that made people stop bullying me and kind of like me. And it, it's, it, it's, I think it's unfortunate that that was kind of the original motivation for wanting to get better at acting, but that's absolutely what drove me when I was just in such an awkward, insecure phase. And as I got better at it and more comfortable and confident, it became more of a motivation where I wanted to entertain. I wanted to make people's lives better. I, I wanted to make people laugh. You know, just be a little, small, bright spot in someone's dark day. I'm, I'm a pretty creative guy, and being in theater all throughout high school and all throughout college, I, I didn't have much of an interest in being in the quote-unquote business world. It, it was something that was totally out of my element. And it, it at the time, it, it kind of felt like this is me giving up on my creative dreams because when we're younger, everything is dramatic. 
whether you're an actor or not. You know, I was excited to finally get that full-time job, but but yeah, yeah, no, it, it really felt like oh, okay, if I'm I'm doing this, if I'm going to be in digital marketing, I can't act anymore. I, I won't have the time to do it. And I, I guess to a certain extent, I, I was right, at least for a temporary amount of time. I wouldn't say that I missed acting every single day, but I, I very miss, I, I very much missed acting, um, you know, very, very frequently. So it, it was very tough at first, but I, I think one of the most important things that I've learned is in, in whatever situation you're in, whether it's easy to overcome, whether it's the hardest thing you've ever done, it's important to adapt. Um, and I, I was not good at adapting when I first started my career. Um, and one of the biggest problems with that is because I, I just, I had no self-confidence in myself. I, I mean, I'm going back to high school, high school and college, we would have these practice sessions for theater, obviously. And I, I would, at the end of practice sessions, sometimes I would ask uh, my fellow actors or my director, hey, uh, how do you think I did today? Did, did I do pretty well? Did I act well? And the funny thing is, I wasn't seeking you know, constructive criticism. I wasn't looking for um, you know, a way to become a better actor. I was looking for validation. I wanted, I wanted someone to tell me, Brian, you did great today. You're a great actor. And that's just because I was so insecure at that time. Like, I legitimately had no confidence in myself. The only confidence that I had was people having confidence for me and relying on other people to tell me that I'm a good actor. And obviously that is, that's not a good way to live. Um, so it, it took years and years and years. And to be quite honest, I, I think the, the kind of business world helped me develop a lot of that confidence. Um, just, you know, skidding my knee over and over again and, and figuring out kind of how the world works and what I need to do to be healthy and happy. Um, and I really do think being in digital marketing, being in the business world, that did a lot for me, um, both in that realm, for acting and voice acting, and, and for my life as a whole. You'll have, you know, 10 to 15 people in those classes, and you go in a booth all by yourself, and you perform that script. And yeah, it's 10 to 15 people, but that's super intimidating because as an actor, as an artist, whatever you're doing, you're always putting yourself in a very vulnerable position to spread your creativity. And our, our high school teacher, our high school drama teacher always shared a, a fact that I love, but she said that the number one fear in America is public speaking. The number two fear is death. So more people would rather die than go out on stage and start speaking. So it's it's just 
it's fascinating to me just how the human mind works and how we just get so scared and so self-conscious over something that's completely, you know, ultimately innocuous. But in those moments, I I was still, particularly those first few weeks that I started taking lessons, I was back in high school. I, I was back on stage where I was blanking out, forgetting my lines, even though the script was right there in front of me. And I I was just so nervous, but I had seven years of confidence that I didn't have before in in high school or college. So I, I, I think despite those fears, despite everything that was rattling around in my head, I was able to stave that off enough where I was able to get better at it and to learn from it very, very quickly. And that's that's something that I've learned that's become so important for me, where if I'm just the only thing I'm focusing on when I'm trying to learn anything, whether that's acting, digital marketing, whatever it is, if the entire time I'm thinking, I'm dumb, I'm stupid, I, I'm not good enough, I'm not talented enough. If, if I'm thinking that the entire time when someone's trying to teach me something, I can't store any new information because my brain is so distracted on me not being good enough. So I, I kind of had to force myself to, A, a just like myself and develop confidence in myself, but B, keep an open mind. You know, if if I'm not getting something right away, if I'm not saying a line a certain way, or if I'm not learning a system the right way at work, that's okay. You know, it, it may take me a little bit longer than other people, but it's okay to have those insecurities, you just can't let them eat at you. So I, I took lessons for a while. I took group classes, then I started to take private classes, and ultimately I, I created a demo, a commercial demo, with the studio that I had been taking lessons at. And a demo in the voice acting world is basically your resume. And so you, it, it's not easy to get many bites with your demo you're kind of cold calling people i just randomly sent my demo um to a few agencies in dallas and the same day i got an email back um from the current company that i'm partnered with and i asked some people from advice and they said yeah yeah like sign with them right now. So it it turned out that they were incredibly legitimate and I I got an agent legitimately the day after I created my demo. And it was just so surreal, so just overwhelming. I, I want everyone listening right now to know that I definitely did not cry in that moment. Um, The second moment that I had was actually uh, about a week ago um, where I 
I actually booked this job through my agent uh, a few months ago. Um, I, I had booked some smaller jobs online previously, just doing business videos and small recordings here and there. Um, but this was the first quote unquote big time job that I was able to book as, as a voice recording. And it was in this studio that was the same studio that recorded the song Ice Ice Baby. And just seeing that and seeing all of these platinum records hanging up and, you know, just having the realization that someone wants to pay me to be in this situation, to do what I love, for me to share my creativity with the world, it was, it was so unbelievably overwhelming. I, I just, I, had, <laughs> it just happened, but I, I still get chills thinking about it. And I, I, again, it's, it's very important to note that I definitely did not cry when that happened, but yeah, it, it was just so unbelievably overwhelming. I, I called my mom, I, I called my family, I called some friends, just letting know that, yeah, in, in my mind, my dream had come true. But in that same breath, it, it was really cool because I got to appreciate the fact that my dream had come true, but this this was the beginning of my journey. I, I certainly hope it's the beginning of the journey, and I, I do feel that way. I'm I'm someone who's never satisfied in a healthy way. <laughs> Maybe not used to be healthy, but it, it's healthy now. And I'm someone who's legitimately obsessed with self improvement. I. I look for ways every single day to better myself, whether that's in my careers, as as a person, as a human being, as a friend, as a family member. I, I, I look into small ways that I can always better myself. And I, I just hope that ultimately that will lead to big, significant, positive changes. And, and that kind of strategy has seemed to work out for me pretty well so far. So, you know, at the end of the day, when I post this stuff on social media, this this may be a shock to some people, but social media is not a perfect encapsulation of what's actually happening in real life. Social media is, is like getting your senior photo taken, where you put on the perfect clothes, you get the perfect angle, you're in the perfect, you've got the perfect background, and then even after you take that perfect photo, then you whiten your teeth and you Photoshop out all of your acne. So people may see, you know, all these really cool things that I've gotten to do, and I'm, don't get me wrong, I'm extraordinarily proud of them, but that, that doesn't mean that this is all that's happening, that I didn't go through years and years and years of 
horrific insecurities and no self-confidence, you know, that's, that's the stuff that you don't see. And that's the kind of stuff that you have to overcome to put yourself in these situations to succeed. 